Welcome into Animan Plus episode 76. I'm Alex Lapp, Sparking Through Hopefully, having a phenomenal day. Whatever day you're listening or perhaps watching this podcast. Over at our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sparking Through. Give us a like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and be a friend, tell a friend. We definitely appreciate that. Uh, joining me as always, I got Zach here in the studio. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling this wonderful Thursday? I'm doing good. I'm ready to go. I'm quite an enjoyable week for me at least in anime wise so i would have i would have to viciously agree with you it was a very good week lots of good conversations here today uh with all these episodes i'm i gotta say i'm very immensely excited to talk about summertime rendering like these these two, two episodes like i know we went on a break last week so we try to avoid really talking about double episodes whatever it feels like a little too much i gotta talk about some stuff from episode eight this is a good week tomodachi game stuff was great uh, shield hero was good spy family was enjoyable forgot that happened in the manga with the dodgeball game yep. forgot about that completely and summertime was an absolute banger looking forward to chatting about all that uh you, you could go check us out at our website spark3.com you sign up for free or you can sign up five bucks a month support us for we definitely appreciate that as well as go follow us over at twitter at nmn podcast we definitely appreciate that follow with that said, um, there are a couple things we need to air out right now. A couple things we need to chat about. Shout out to Josh, the body pillow. Um, so, Twitter was on something. Twitter was on something here recently. I've been saying this for a little bit now. Okay. I have. I've been talking about this. Like, hey, I think I think this is real. I think this is a possibility. Oh, this shit. Okay. I got to talk about it. I got to talk about it. This is a big deal for me. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, listening to the show right now, Anime Plus, episode 76, recorded in uh, 2022 of June. It's possible Hitman Reborn might be coming back. I really hope it's just like a new game that no. never makes it to the West. No, 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 listen, listen, listen. Now, this is real. Ladies and gentlemen, this is real. Hitman Reborn, my favorite series that I never stopped talking about, may actually get a reboot. I have been chatting about this for a while that I thought it'd be possible because there were so many shows that's gotten that reboots, you know, like the Shaman King got the reboot out of yeah. nowhere. Now a fucking sequel s- series out of nowhere too, where they're all grown up. Bleach, of course, making it come back. Now let me stress Bleach on a whole different level yeah. than Hitman Reborn or Shaman King. That is a whole different level. That is one of the, the goats of anime. One, you know, that pe- you know, one of the Mount Rushmore's of anime as people, you know, may throw it up there. That's different. But like, there's so many shows that is key that's been getting reboots in some capacity and coming back, you know, and I, I was saying, oh, maybe Hitman Reborn get one. The studio that owned the rights, they're dead and gone and have been for, for years. Uh, and then there was that that random Twitter account that opened up in February where it's just like, you know, official PR account of everything Hitman Reborn anime related. It's just like, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. That's whew, something to talk about. And then, you know, people, lots of rumors are circulating that it's actually coming back, that it's uh, there's a reboot in the works. That's a big deal. I'm pumped. I'm very, very excited for that. Now, here's the thing, though. I just hope that it's done right. You know what I mean? Like, there, are, like, there's like a lot of stuff in that daily life arc that I got to be honest. You could cut, just cut it. In my opinion, in my it's opinion, part of the canon. I know it's part of the canon, but you can still cut it. In my opinion, you can still cut it. It is the trueness that was the series. It was originally a comedy series. I know. Fuck off. I know. I know. I've read. I've read all the. I've watched all the daily life. I've been there. I've done that. But like, as in the Hitman Reborn fandom, if you recommend people to like watch the anime or read the manga, there's actually a guide that we give people where it's like, skip this, skip this, skip this, watch this, read this, read this, you're good to go. And I call y'all trash because you cannot respect the original art that what it was and enjoy the Look, entire content. Listen, listen, go fuck yourself. Listen, it is enjoyable to a point, to a point. Okay, I would say cut some of it. I would. Yeah, that's my opinion. 
But, you know, let's get to the good shit. Let's get to the really good shit. And then after that, it's just like, whether if you keep it or don't, just do the anime fucking justice. You know, like, don't do the bullshit that you did with the future arc. A great arc that was just shafted in the anime, in my opinion. Those recaps were brutal. Those recaps were so brutal. There, I know there was one particular episode that legit had, like, an eight-minute recap. Like, bro. I mean, some of them got very long. Dude, like, it got ridiculous. And then, of course, animated the final two arcs. Yeah, which, in my opinion, are the best arcs in the whole series, especially this, uh, the Simone family arc. Like, that is the peak fiction for me. So, I mean, hey, the comeback. The comeback is, let's get it. I'm here for it. We're going to review it every single week. It's going to be fantastic. No. Oh, I will. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's going to be amazing. Uh, in other news, lots of leaks out involving Dragon Ball Superhero. Have you seen that? Nope. I don't care about Dragon Ball, so I haven't well, been watching. Uh, well, I didn't know if you happened to see it in, in passing. Not really, no. Pretty interesting. I'm not going to obviously say what, but pretty interesting. I've seen the leaks. It's kind of hard not to at this point. My Twitter's engulfed with it. It's like my Twitter's engulfed with um, One Piece 1053 spoilers coming out this Sunday. Some very, very funny stuff coming out of that one. See, I, get, I keep getting the notes for spoilers for One Piece chapters, but nothing yeah. else. I don't know why. Yeah, looking forward to reading that chapter this weekend. That's going to be a fun one to read. Uh, but what about you? You got anything you want to chat about? You ready to jump into stuff? I mean, I don't really got a whole lot. I mean, yeah, not really, because all I really get from Twitter is I follow one of the manga Twitters that just post whenever new manga volumes of different series coming out. Oh, did you see the big drama with Webtoon? Which one? <laughs> Fair. Uh, involving like the poster that Webtoon had published. Yes. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. Yeah, so the people that didn't know, there was like some like big, big advertisement poster printed off for Webtoon, whatever, and it was something involving like it had the words where it's like it was basically calling comics as like a great side hustle. And like a bunch of authors are like side hustle. What the fuck yeah, you mean? <laughs> that was as soon as I saw that I went. That's fucked. Yeah, it's like that's that's just disrespectful, honestly. Yeah, that was a that was an interesting one for sure. Uh, I don't think I got anything else. I, the only thing I uh, the only thing else I have to say is that you know obviously we're coming up near the end for this uh, spring bunch here that we got. You know your show skeleton should its final episode should be next week. Yep, episode twelve. Uh, Shield Heroes got two more episodes, 12 and 13. Summertime, I've got for a little while. Spy Family's ending in a couple weeks. It's Saturday, should be episode 11. And then after that, should be the final episode. Tomodachi Game, um, episode 12 should be next week as well. So it's coming to a close. And I got, I'm got. i just going to go ahead and uh, lay this out there for the audience, lay it out there for the listeners. I am brutally fucked for summer. Brutally. Something me and Zach's been chatting about, about just how fucked I am for summer. Because there's just, like, hardly anything in the summer bunch of anime that gives me any excitement. It's a lot of sequel seasons for shows that I've never checked out. I don't have a super... In- you're you're good. I mean, you got... Number one... Oh, yeah, you, no, I'm sad. I got plenty. Number one, you got your meme. Your meme's not going anywhere. And I, it's it, still making it to summer. It's yeah. almost going two years straight. Yeah, like, you're good for a while. And then, you, of course, you got Overlord. You're good there. And I don't know what else you plan to check out, but... I mean, I got... Classroom in the Elite season two finally after almost a year. Yep. Um, we got the prelude episode for uh, Witch of Mercury. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. 
I think that's all I really got. Yeah. So basically, it's a possibility that Zach's going to have to carry hard in the summer because all I have right now for sure is summertime rendering. It's going to go for 12, 13 more weeks, whatever. That's all I have confirmed. There's a couple shows I'm going to at least check out the first episodes for. Like, I know Black Summoner's one. There's a couple others that caught my eye. But, oh, man, summer's going to be a, a rough one for me. Once we hit the fall, we're good. You know, we're, we're going to be too good, honestly. We're going to have too much stuff, which, uh, you know, we've kind of also chat about that we may break up anime manga. You know, two separate uploads a week. One episode dedicated to anime and one episode dedicated to manga. That's a possibility. We'll see that. I have had a couple people every once in a while be like, yeah, I'd like to hear you talk, chat about more about the manga. I've heard that a couple times. So I would like to chat about the manga a little bit more. You know, we're trying to be respectful of spoilers here. Trying to get, make a nice collective community here on in a single episode. But uh may break that up come this fall. We'll see. Got a lot to chat about. Uh, just like we got a lot to chat about today. Uh, where do we want to start? You want to start with Tomodachi Game? Because this shit has been, uh, shit's been wild. I just want to share this real quick just because I'm strolling through. So it's not even related to anime, but um, it's a shot from Resident Evil 7. Is that right? Yeah, 7. Biohazard. Yeah, Biohazard. And it's just there are two kinds of horror game players. Let's see if this will focus. Might. So it's the family at the table, and you got the real dark, and then you got the high contrast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. May also have to refocus your camera. Just throw your hand up in front of it. Let it refocus. Uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, 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 that's all right. Fuck it. He'll <laughs> <laughs> come back into focus eventually when he's on screen, you know. Um, but no, uh, what you just showed, I, I am definitely that second player. <laughs> I am that second player. With the quarry. You bet you... Now, I will say the quarry is very fucking dark. Like, legit, when I was... Like, I had it... It is actually very dark. Like, I had it, like, it's normal level. And yeah. when I was playing it the other night, like, the, the first chapter or whatever, I legitimately could not fucking see. Where I'm like, is that... Okay, yeah, I can go that way. The quarry is very dark. Like, honestly, for me, I had to up its brightness just slightly. Yeah. Yeah, we can get refocused. Nope. It'll refocus eventually, maybe. I did up the brightness initially a little bit, just because that game is fucking dark. Yeah, it is. And to the point where I was just like, fuck, I can't even play this with my light on. I just straight up turned my light on. I was like, that's better. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, dude, that game is dark as shit, like straight up. Uh, but yeah, you want to start off with Tomodachi game? Sure. All right, now I want to go ahead and say, you know, since we took the, the break last week, right, I watched episode... 10 on Monday, the day before 11 came out, and like you with how it ended, where it's just like, and the winner of this friendly hide and seek game is, and naturally, you know, as the watcher group, he's gonna win. Like, you know, like with how it just ended, with how it was all set up where he's caught and shit, and you yeah. didn't really, you didn't obviously, you knew something happened off screen, but you didn't actually, like, I, I actually went to go read the manga. I read that one single chapter. I'm like, nope, fuck this. I need to know right now how this motherfucker won. Uh, that's all I read. I didn't spoil anymore. But, uh, no, uh, episode 10, you know, came to a close to the friendly hide-and-seek game in beautiful fashion where it's just like it all sets up, right, where it's just like Yuji and, you know, lost. He kind of lost his shit, which is kind of out of character, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so, and was, like I said, it ended with, like, oh, who's going to win? It's like naturally you know how you know Group C won, but how they won is the big question. There was a tease where you saw the captain beating the shit out of Yuji. So, oh, maybe, maybe that was how. No, it was – Big, it was big brain plays, big brain plays. I, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it where it was just like 
went into details like, oh, Group C one, and he, I think his name was Ray, the redheaded kid mm-hmm. who's the true mastermind. He's just like, wait, what? It's like what we caught the, we caught the hider. It's like, yeah, you did, but there's another way that you can win. Keep that in mind. And then the guy's like, sorry guys, I pressed the give up button. And then he started hitting, beating up on uh, Yuchi. Yuchi, yeah, just starts hitting him. And Yuchi's just got that mad grin on his face, like, yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah, it's like, I'll take this beating, whatever. So basically how he won is, like, you know, once everyone went to go find Tenji, right, and, uh, you know, secure the victory, he's sitting there in his, in his still, like, in his panic mode. He's just like, hey, Harataro, I think that was his name. Yeah. It's just like, is anyone around? He's like, oh, no, I think they all left. He's like, all right, good. It's like, time to get to work. <laughs> it's like, this is the worst possible outcome for you. Yeah, and Harataro's like, what? He's just like... My win's been guaranteed ever since you joined my side, so yeah. um, it's not the way I wanted to do it, but sorry. Yeah. So he more or less calls the cab in the cab, and he's just like, I need you to push that give up button. And I'm just like, why the hell would I do that? It's like, all right, every time you, as long as you don't, I'm just going to keep punching Harataro. And he just starts hearing smacking. Yep. And he's just like, you're not really hitting Harataro. He's like, oh, do you want to hear him speak? He ungags. <laughs> and he's just like, it's fine, Captain. He's not actually hitting me. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire time, Yuchi's just counting every time he punches him. Yeah. Yeah. And the Cap's like, you're not going to break me. Sorry, Harataro. He's like, all right, fine. I heard y'all are part of a basketball team. What would happen if I started breaking fingers? You don't need like that fine touch or whatnot. Everybody's like, you would never. He's like, oh, would I? And he just hears the other side. Hard, what are you doing? I'm gagging you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just sitting over the phone, and you just hear. A yeah, and the captain's like, "No, he didn't actually break." He's like, "No, wait, I know that. I know that sound because you know he got hurt." Yeah. So you know he you know, he he's like he knew that sound. He's like, "No, you didn't." He's like, "I'll break another one." It's like you better press the button. Another one's about to get broke. But then in reality, he didn't actually break one of his fingers. He broke one of his own fingers. Yes. Shout out to him. But then there was that moment where you know. You know, Tenji's is like, oh, yeah, you're actually a good guy. And Yuchi's like, man, if he didn't press that button, I was really about to break one of his fingers. He was thinking that to himself. He's just like, I could deal with the pain once, but I don't know if I could have done another on myself. And it has a nice moment where the other team's walking away after they've yeah, yeah. reconciled, after all everything's come out in the open. And it just shows them a nice moment of them as a team. And Tenji just going, you didn't break their uh, relationships, like you said. And he's just like, yeah, not exactly how I expected it to go. Yeah, I also like the little interaction between Maria and uh, Yuchi as well. It's just like, so you know who I was? Oh, yeah, I knew that all along. That's also why I, feel, I didn't feel guilty pushing you off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, bitch. Uh, episode 11 was was pretty solid as well because it's starting to kind of come to light because th- now they're before game four. They're, like, given a chance to, go, like, go out and be free for yes. a little bit. But you better not say a fucking word. Oh, you're going to get in fucking trouble. Shit's going to be fucking bad. And we find that out in this chapter because Shibi talked. Shibi? Yeah, Shibi. Yeah, he talked. And now his dad's dead. Mm. Yep, his dad's dead. He's being arrested for murder. But backtrack a little. Yeah, let's backtrack a little bit. So the rest of the gang, while those two were starving, were all, went ahead and were sent out in the world. And they went back to school trying to be all nonchalant. And everyone's just like now like Sagawara. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Or Shio. 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 Yeah. yeah. They're all suspecting her of stealing the money. Then Shibe tries to step up for him. He's like, You're an accomplice. And Shibe being sh- trying to be all Shibe is just like, You know how rich I am, fucker? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'll pay for the two million yen. Shit. That's barely anything. And of course, by doing this, he ends up revealing 
uh, we're assuming telling his father about what's happening and why he needs the money and whatnot, which leads to <clears throat> Shibe's father being killed and him being pinned with the murder. But all this happens after we get told this after Tenji and Yuji go back to school only to find the classroom's empty because they came in early. And Coco uh, Gari, Coco Ragi. Yeah. Coco Ragi. Coco Ragi. She's there trying to clean a desk, which has tons, has the writing actually you see in the opening scene of Crook, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think is on, they never dress it, but they think she, she, uh, she hosts desk. Yeah. She hosts desk. Um, and more or less saying, Shiho's disappeared. Shibe's gone for the last couple of days. She doesn't know what to do. All this fun stuff. And then they hear about some kids running. It's like, I'm surprised y'all aren't Shibe's. Have you not heard? It's like, no. And then we find out all this shit about the death and one night. And they get there. Shibe's being taken away. Uh, Tenji realizes the cop taken away is the same one who Shiho's father. Yep. Who was also in charge of the case that involved his father being yep. killed. And knew shit was bad. And left on, uh, you know, uh, Nice little threat there, where it's just like, stay out of this, whatever. You know, whatever he said to Yuchi and Tenji, is basically stay out of this. Yeah, you know, no, Unless you know what's good for you. Because they tried to talk to Shibe, and he stepped in the way. He's like, I can't tell y'all anything. It's best y'all keep y'all's nose out of it. If you better, and Yuji being Yuji, just like, go right ahead. I don't got shit I care about. Yeah, so I don't have a mom. I don't have a dad. It's like, <laughs> yeah, with his sick demonic smile. He's like, go ahead and give me your best shot, bro. I'm going to take all you guys down or whatever he said. And then with that, after saying that, Kogori followed them and Yuji takes the initiative to start being a piece of shit to her. Yeah, to complete try, prick. To try and push her away, which ended up backfiring. Yeah, did not work. <laughs> after all that, she cries. She goes away. Him and Tenji are hanging out. And then you get a nice call from an unknown caller, which is uh, Mambu. Yep. And Mambu's just like, all right, special game time. So you really have nothing you care about? And yep. he just sends him a picture of Kokorogi, and he's just like, come to this spot alone. If anyone else shows up, eh, fuck it. He's like, game simple. You either show up or you don't. And he, depending on whether you show up, if you show up, you can get to deal with the punishment. If not, she gets to deal with the punishment. It's whichever one will break first. Yeah. Your it, choice. Yeah, and it's a little twist of, like, if you don't show up, she'll get the punishment, but, she, like, the punishment she's going to get is not going to be anything like what you're going to get if you show up. Yeah, so there's that little twist to it as yeah. well. So it's just like, hey, you could choose not to come. She'll get punished. Won't be that bad. But she'll get punished. Now they say it won't be that bad, but, you know, it's going to be bad. You know, and then it's just like, but if you show up, though, just so you know, your punishment's going to be ten times worse than what hers would be. Just so you know. Yeah. And then it ends with him hanging up the phone, and we get a last shot of a group of guys and some guy with a fucking knife who, in one fell swoop, just cuts all the cookery's clothes straight in half from blouse to underwear, just straight down. One shot, one slash. Whoop. And that's the last shot. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pumped for the next episode. Um, I'm pumped to see how it's going to end because the next episode, of course, being is the last one, episode yep. 12. Um I say that and then watch. You know, I could. Pull, it might be a thirteen. I, I could pull a god of high school here and be dead ass determined that it's ending on twelve and it's gonna be actually thirteen. I don't. Shut, no, god, god, of high, god of high school was thirteen. Stop. It's your imaginary noblesse episode. Yeah, it was noblesse. That's what it was. <laughs> if you're gonna fuck this up, at least fuck it up right. God of high school, you got right. Noblesse is your imaginary episode thirteen. There is no episode thirteen is real. You can look it up. It's a thing. You're just in denial. I'm not in denial. It wasn't a thing. Now, see, the thing is about this long meme between you and I is that still to this day, I have no idea if you watched episode 13 just to spite me and continue with the meme 
or if you watched it and you're just going along with it, and I don't want to know the answer. I'm happy knowing, not knowing the answer. I mean, if you want, really want to say it's 13, I guess we can add the real OVA thing no, that they did no, years ago as episode no, one. No, so no, 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 no. The series ended with no. Brian entering that empty ass no, room. No, no, no. Again, I'm just going to assume you didn't watch it and just you're, you're sticking to the bit. That's going to be my assumption. I don't want to know the answer, though. But no, I, back to the point with Tominach game. Um, I'm very pumped for next episode. These past few episodes have been absolutely fire, in my opinion. Yes, they have been very Been good. hitting on all cylinders, and I am so excited to see how this ends to the point that I may actually pick up the manga afterwards. Like I said, I read one single chapter because I had to know. At that moment, there was, I was just like, it, the episode came out the next day, whatever. I, I need to know now. I'm reading this chapter. I might read the manga. I haven't decided yet. I'm probably going to pick up the manga once the season ends, just so I can continue it, seeing as unless they announce at the end of this episode, the next episode, that a season two is coming. Man, if season two comes this fall, I'm going to be very, very upset. I was about to say, I wouldn't know more unless I wouldn't found one like the live actions or movies, which I assume goes further, but I would have to look into I, yeah, that. Yeah, probably. No, I mean, I, there's a good chance I'm going to pick up the manga afterwards. Manga's been done for a while, obviously. Yeah, it's been done for a long time. So, I mean, I might, I might go ahead and pick it up. Because it's, it's not like I'm not going to watch fucking anime when it comes out. I mean, you know, we, we've both, well, we're, we're not currently caught up, kind of fell out. But we both pretty much read and caught up with two-year eternity season, you know, for that series. Yeah. whatever. We're still going to probably watch season two this fall. Yeah, we'll see. We'll eventually go back to whatever was going on with chapter 199.66782. Let me go pull this up right now. Okay, like I addressed this not long ago. Like this author needs to chill. He needs to stop. Like this is ridiculous. I'm pulling up the manga right now. All right, like here we are for multi. Like all right, like uh, bro, like one fifty three. 153.5, What are we doing? Jesus Christ. And then it finally gets to 156. But then 156 is a 0.2. And then there's a, then after the 156.2, I guess he changed his mind and he didn't want to go further because then it goes to 157. <laughs> and like the 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 ordering here, the patterns, I don't. It doesn't make sense. Like 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 I said, let's dial it back a little bit. One fifty four, and then it goes one fifty four point five, and then point seven five, and then one fifty five has the one has the point two point three. I, I don't know, man. This author's out of control. He needs to be brought in. He needs to be reeled in a little bit. He's gone too far. One day we'll catch up though. One day. I don't know. Kind of lost a lot of interest in that series with where with where it went. It's because we were getting chapters that were nothing but exposition. Yeah. But it was like this. It was like listening to like a really old person because they'd start the exposition. Yeah. And they'd cut you off and they'd fall asleep for for a week. Then they'd wake back. It's like, where was I? <laughs> basically, basically. But yeah. Pump for Tomodachi game. Absolute, absolute, just phenomenal anime for this season. I've really enjoyed it, beginning to end. I've just thoroughly been hooked on this. Uh, let's hop over to Shield Hero. Shield Hero was uh, pretty good past couple episodes. You know, we had the uh, Katana Vassal Weapon choose yes. its wielder, being Raftalia, of course. Yep. And she grew up because of that. <laughs> yeah, the sword just went like... <laughs> no, you need to be bigger. Your body's not right. Yeah, Why you, are you small? You shouldn't be small. Yeah. Let's fix that. Let's grow you up. <laughs> so she got grown up, got a nice little glow up, as well as with like a nice uh, new outfit. Just mm-hmm. happened to be in the right place at the right time. You know, true anime fashion. 
meets him shrine maiden shrine maiden and he goes i'm gonna strip you <laughs> yep just strips her down she's like oh but i'm actually the person who my family's always served the katana you know vassal here it's like, oh well that's convenient <laughs> it's like oh here take this i was like okay cool and then it's like the moment she gets that on, she's like, ah, now I'm a badass. Let's go. Like, <laughs> well, I, she was already a badass. She was already a badass. Yeah. But, but we didn't address the fact that she has all these sudden new techniques in her mind. Yes. I'm assuming that came from the sword yeah, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. when it did its upgrade over. And I'm just like, oh, so now she's just doing high level blade techniques all of a sudden. Just yep. like, the fuck? Completely fucks that dude up. Completely. Yes. You don't see it till the next episode, but like she does like the whatever missed blade that she did, and she's yeah. just like, I would recommend you do not move. And you just see like the white slash on his chest and just kind of leaves it at that, whatever. But in the next episode, when we follow back up with it, he moves and everyone's like, oh, no, don't move it. He just fucking just splits it half. It's like, damn, Ralph Tilius, like cold ass bitch. <laughs> uh, no, the Katana episode, solid, enjoyed it. Got the nice reunion at the end, you know, between Raptilia and the gangs. That was nice. And we get hop over to the latest episode, which is 11. Uh, that just came out the other day. Um, where it was, uh, it was also a good reunion episode because this is the reunion between Kazuna or Kazuna, Kazuna, yeah, hunting hero, fishing rod woman, Kazuna, uh, and, Kazuna. Her, and her group of yeah, well, Lark, Arisa, and Glass, and, and Glass, stuff. Which I, at the end of the Katana Hero, they do meet up. It's just it does a full reunion of them because they get on the bow vassal ship. He ports them away to apparently Lark's kingdom because he's apparently the young king. Yeah. Now we find out. Enjoyed that interaction as well. The back and forth between him yes, and, and Nofomi. It was just like young master. He's like, well, don't call me that. Well, don't call me lad. <laughs> and they just keep it up the entire episode. And we just get a overall, for the most part, just an interaction of the episode with them. Just going through the town, getting new items and whatnot. Having Kazuna's interaction with her version, the blacksmith. Mm-hmm. And her group. <clears throat> them all coming to an agreement of just like, we need, we're going to ally Kazuna more or less um, chiding everyone for thinking that killing Naofuma and the other cardinal weapons of a different world would save any world. Yeah. And her just more or less going to Naofuma is like, we're going to find a way. If I can't find a way, I'm going to search again. Right. Yep. Yep. I did enjoy that moment quite a bit where she's basically like in the most like, basically, you know, when you read between the lines, they said, why the fuck did you think that was going to work? It's like what a what why why would that work? You know, I, I like that moment where she just lays it out there, and they're all like, "Oh yeah, I guess you're right." <laughs> I did like that moment quite a bit. That was solid. Yeah, and it was very enjoyable. And then even when uh, they're walking to the town now, yeah, Fumé yeah. and the Arcs having their moment and everything, and we get the uh, interaction with. I forget her name, but some green-haired Yeah, someone girl. who's a fan of Rio. Well, she's Rio. a childhood fan of Kyo. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And she, more or less, Kyo's just like, uh, I need to deal with them, but I don't have time for it. And she's like, well, let me deal with it. I'll go fight them. And she's one of those muscle-headed, air-headed characters. She's just like, I'm going to go attack them. But then I'm going to complain when they all start fighting me, even though I'm <laughs> attacking them. Yeah, it's like, oh, how dare you all gang up on me. It's like. You attacked us first. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and it was just funny with her just, shouldn't, do y'all feel the need to find me one-on-one? As Risha's going to attack, she's like, you know, that does sound right. And they're just like, Risha, shut Don't let her, don't listen to her. She attacked us. Yes. <laughs> like, she attacked us first. Take her out, man. Jesus. Only to come out, realize her having to stop her from dying because the sword she was given by Kyo was some parasitic weapon, which yeah, yeah. tried to consume her. 
but through the works of our hunting hero who can't cut any person but only monsters in the root crew they managed to take the weapon off her throw it in the air before it explodes saving her kazuna does her weird interrogation of just showing hey we're we're the same you and me i'm not an enemy you're a friend here's some tea (laughs) (laughs) tea makes friends (laughs) and then um also showing a little hint that kazuna had two other party members at some point because there was a frame where he showed a picture where two people's faces were blurred out. Oh yeah, I noticed that little glare. detail. Yeah, um, when I was watching, I actually stopped and re- you know took it back a little bit. I'm like, that's how they- okay, yeah, that's what they did. Okay, yeah. and all that fun stuff, and just had a nice interaction between Kazuna and the other girl of them just coming to terms after she, uh, the other girl saw how much hatred now Fume had talking about Kyo and what he had did and every, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Only to go to the next day, then go back to the shop and collect their new items. Now Fume has a new cape, which is nice for him. raftelia has got a sheath for her vassal weapon. And that chicken suit that uh, Rishé used has now been turned into pajamas for Philo. So Philo is now wearing a version of herself as pajamas. It's adorable. <laughs> It's also quite disturbing when you really think about it. It is, but it's still adorable. <laughs> <laughs> also, it also did reveal that uh, Philo is not very uh, tanky in this world. She's very much more been support typed. Yeah, yeah. But the pajamas are supposedly supposed to help with that. Kind of balance things out. Yeah. Kind of bring it back to how she was sort of thing. And then finally reveals Kyo's whole plot of he's trying to start waves in their world. Not stop them, start them. Yeah, which when it was at that end as well, like... Um, like, the group that's from that world got transported away from, like, Naofumi and stuff. Yeah, doing the wave teleportation. Yeah, uh, they were, like, what, right in front of his lab, I think. Yes. So, only a couple episodes left here. Um, I, now, this is the portion where I don't know what happens because I stopped reading before even the Katana Hero thing. Mm-hmm. So, we're in completely new territory for me. So, I'm looking forward to seeing how it kind of all plays out. Yeah, it'll be interesting to watch because... Uh... Because I assume, because of how the waves work, unless they're dead, we should hopefully get a glimpse at the other cardinal heroes of this world. That is true, yeah. Unless I don't the, remember what they are. Unless this is just being going to be a real weird wave just because Kyo was forced it to happen. Right. And then them just slightly throwing in, just again, just, hey, this is a multiverse, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these... Waves are just opening up portals to other worlds and dimensions. Mm. Uh, what about Spy Family? And like I said earlier, I totally forgot this happened. I did it. It's, it's, it's just super dumb. The dodgeball I, game. Yeah, I totally forgot this it's happened. It's just one of the children chapters, and just they have a dodgeball game in PE, and all of them think, because children being children, a rumor starts, yep. or someone just says something, and it becomes a rumor, and just like, well, there's a rumor that if you become the MVP, you're going to get a Stella Star, which all of them are trying to do to become a scholastic scholar. Yeah. So it becomes a thing of Damien having <laughs> a trading arc, which is true children fashion of them doing stuff on the playground, but in their heads, it's something magnificent. Like, like climbing the mountain. Yeah, like climbing a mountain, but it's just a bunch of... A jungle jumbars. Shout out to the Dragon Ball Z reference. Enjoyed yes. that one. Yeah, yes. where he was he was catching a tire. But like the what the reference was is that it showed Damien on Namek catching a Frieza ball. 
So that was a nice reference. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Then Anya, she gets trained by Yor, of yep, course, naturally. Yor yep. being our very physical parent, even though she doesn't want to admit it because she assumes that she admits it, they're going to find out that she kills people. Um, yes, because that naturally it's a people assume when you yes. find out someone's a very physical and active. Yes. So are you a murderer? It's like, oh, no. You, I mean, she could easily just play it off. No, I just work out. <laughs> but no, the first assumption, oh, they're going to I'm a killer. But your, she wouldn't be able to do that. So she naturally takes Anya through a Rocky-esque yep. training montage of yep. doing exercises and whatnot, practicing how to throw a ball and all this fun stuff. Of course, naturally, whenever Yor does it, it's a freaking death ball that would definitely kill somebody. Oh, 100%. Just bouncing off all the trees and breaking them apart straight up. Uh splitting a little pond in half, like just splitting the sea. Then we have our extra character for the episode. Yep. Billy. Yep. Who is a grown-ass man. Is apparently a six-year-old child who's (laughs) the size of a high school student. Yes. Yes, he is is ripped. He is tall. Like, this is is a grown-ass man. Like, up front. <laughs> but he's straight he's, up a six yeah, years he's old. Six years old. Because he even has a flashback moment of him training to get yep. ready for this dodgeball tournament. And his father, who's some, I guess, general or commander within the country, is just like, Billy, my son. And you see him, and he's up to his father's like legs, and you're just like, and you have Jesus to really, Christ. you have to think of Rushbrook. like, damn, that's a giant pair. So you that son's only there, dude. Like, God dang. Yeah, yeah. You have the, that extra character for the episode where he's just like an absolute menace and he excels at every sport. So like one single throw perfectly knocks out multiple kids in dodgeball. Just like boom, boom, boom. It's like, oh, no, it was all calculated. Every throw that I make, I know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, he's got his special <laughs> move where he just grips the ball and, yeah, and throws just, it like a knuckle yeah. ball. <laughs> and then Anya being Anya, she's got her... Mind reading, so she's just mind reading him, just seeing where he's going to throw him. She's just like, whoop, whoop. Don't worry, this one will get you when you swerve. You mangy one, doesn't move. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, we have our old instructor who's been punished to teach the grade schoolers for everything. He's just like, the way she dodges, such elegance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, you know we had that we had the nice moment between Damien as well and Anna where he Anya where he took the the ball for it's a nice like epic moment again where he's like yes. uh, trying to fight back the ball, <laughs> and then the best part though best part is because again I forgot this I forgot this whole thing happened even watching it I'm not ringing any bells, and you know Anya's gearing up for her ultimate shot I'm like yeah this is gonna totally just fall flat isn't it like it's just like it's, and it's not a whole build, beautiful animated it's a whole build scene of finishing attack yes a beautiful animated scene like it's something like it's something like you would see like uh, All Might do from My Hero like a, like his ultimate punch whatever like United States of Smash or the punch that he did versus um. Uh, the no, the no move in season one, or look, it's like Saitama's serious punch. Like it's super beautifully animated. It's like you know Anya's shooting star, whatever, and then it's just like out of animation, back to normal, and you see the ball just boop. Just chapter kind of, fifteen. There you go. Yeah, see, I legit did not remember this was a thing. Uh, but yeah, it just completely falls short. It's just like a silence moment. All still the same sequence. Billy just picks up the ball. Just throws it, just <laughs> pegs her in the face. Billy. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, this dude is unbelievable. 
No, the episode was hilarious. Like, beginning to end, absolutely enjoyed it. Had a great time watching it. I, the one thing about this episode as well that uh, I saw a little bit of chatter about from people that's only watching the anime is, like, just how much Twilight took a backseat in this episode. This happens a lot. In I mean, I, it's very common after yeah. we get to past the initial stuff. Yeah. You know, because, like, the point of the show is, like, while Twilight is technically the protagonist, like, this show does really well making all three the protagonists, as they should be. You know, Twilight, yes, he is our primary protagonist by, like, a small percentage. But that's the thing, just by a small percentage. Everyone, all three of these characters are, like, major characters. Because, like, there's a lot of chapters where it's, like, it is literally just kid chapters. Like, it's focused strictly on them. You don't see your and Twilight at all. I was about to say, yeah, there is quite a few chapters that just takes place in Academy and then just Twilight doing Twilight things. It's actually, your actually got put it on the wayside for a long time up until yep. like the boat till yeah the boat arc we got right before the anime came out and everything and just like even now in this manga itself it's actually showing more of the uh world itself rather than just the family and their yep. environment yeah because we're showing the world itself we just got twilight's backstory recently yeah. which were phenomenal chapters by the yes, way they were. and that was more like showing the world like what he you know he's obviously it's his backstory but he's experienced but it's a lot of like what's going on in the world currently so and how he met frankie that's true that's true and then like the most recent chapters once again all of our main characters took a backseat yeah it wasn't about any of them because it was actually about uh twilight's organization what they do whenever twilight's not around (laughs) yeah yeah no uh, that's the beauty of this manga the manga does really well cycling between our three characters as well as showing other portions of the of the world not just completely making it everything about your protagonist nonstop. um what do you want to talk about next up is your two um skeleton knight it's so, about to end next week's last yes episode. it is next week is last episode so skeleton knight we have reached the guy who i'm assuming based on how it's doing and everything has been controlling monsters and whatnot, and has been sort of the one using all the monsters with the black red rings in them, causing them to become violent and whatnot. Um, so Ark and uh, Ariane, I always forget her name. I can never remember her name. Uh, they get to the town they're going to where the elves are supposed to have been taken away, and they start investigating all this whatnot. And it has a small side story of them investigating stuff and Ark saving a woman who was about to get kidnapped and Ariana showing up with the woman sort of hugging on Ark, thanking him. She's just getting really mad and jealous and her just being not being aware that she has a thing for Ark after all this time and stuff and just being jealous and Ark just going being Ark just be like, Why are you so prickly? <laughs> she's like, I'm not. She walks away and she's just like, But I think you are <laughs> <laughs> And more or less, it just keeps that up as a joke and everything. Until they finally assault the castle and whatnot. And, uh... <laughs> so they go to attack the castle, and it's just having a moment, a funny moment where it's just like, alright, we're gonna go. They start on a cliff, she jumps down, Ark just teleports down. By the time she gets down there, he shows up. As they're sneaking in, she's just running across roof- rooftops, he's just, teleport, teleport, teleport. <laughs> It was just an interesting contrast of just all of them. Of me just being a guard, they can. If I saw them, just like I don't see the elf lady running across the building, but I just see a suit of armor that just sort of appears, look away, and it's gone again, and just like duck buck. <laughs> um, they get in, they get, they break in, they find a bunch of cages and whatnot, smell a beast, 
eventually get down in the caverns and the guy's just like, who the hell are you guys? And just like, oh, fuck it. You look like a hot woman. You're mine now. <laughs> and more or less he tells her command to get rid of the rust bucket. She starts attacking Arkar because confused. Like, what are you doing? You're attacking the wrong person. And just chills like, nah, it's all good. She's doing what she's supposed to do. And he's like straight thug sort of just lays him about. Mm. He's a ringmaster. He doesn't fight. Ark eventually fin- realizes she has like some gremlin in an incubus in her hood that snuck in there. He Ponta grabs it. He kills it. She's like, "Damn, man, that was my creature. That was my favorite pet." <laughs> and all this fun. He reveals, "Well, I'm yada yada beast tamer, beast sorcerer. He's a beast tamer or monster sorcerer is what he says." And he has all these monsters under his command. He starts having them fight Ark and whatnot. She's out of the game because of whatever happened. She's draining sets her side. Ark's just doing Ark things, obliterating, obliterating everything just because he's overpowered. And in the moment of desperation, when she's about to be attacked and he can't help her, Ninja Squad reappears. All of our ninjas who he hated have shown back up, save the day, crush all the monsters. And Ark's just like, what are you doing here? It's like, she didn't tell you? I said we were going to catch up. It's like, oh, you're the informant that learned about all this. They finish it up, wipe out his monsters, and he's just like, I guess I was late getting dinner done. His big monster who it's been hinting at the whole episode, just in the shower dose, finally comes out and everything and bursts open from the ground. They escape, and it's a hydra. And now it's getting ready for them to fight a hydra in the last episode. Okay, okay. Yes. And now it's uh, it's time. So, for me to talk about this episode of Dragon Quest, i got to go back to the previous episode. Because in the previous episode, we had the fight of uh, the king chess piece attacking Hadlar and uh, him. Him's down for the count. He's been wounded, all this fun stuff. And the king guy has a king vision that's more or less like a game screen. He's a scanner. He's... Dan Sunkel's like, oh, you only have 21 health. I can kill you. All this fun stuff. He has his chess pieces go beat on ha- Hunkel, and Hunkel just being like, it just doesn't hurt. It's different. It's different from him. Just taking all the hits. Guy calls back his minions. One doesn't come back. Hunkel, with his just straight fist, destroys an Orichalcum soldier. And the guy just be like, that can't be right. Scans him. Ha! <laughs> You only have one HP left. Just a single scratch. Get him again, boys. <laughs> and Hunkel just dodging, punching, destroying things in one hit and just be like, this this can't be happening. And Hunkel just going on about how they have no soul. They can't be as strong as him or the others. Being a giant edgelord. Eventually, the king's just like, King's Archive! He has a database on the head and it's just going through all the footage from the anime of just saying, where's Hunkel's weakness? Where's Hunkel's weakness? Ah, there it is. <laughs> He's just like, I found your weakness. He grabs him, throws him over the bridge. Hunkel naturally, he's not a heartless edgelord anymore, goes to save him. And he grabs him, and he can't let him go. So the king guy just starts pounding on Hunkel and everything. And as he's about to do the finishing blow, spear to the head. The spear Hunkel threw away a couple episodes. Spear to the head and just going, the guy just going, dunk. That doesn't sound right. And from the grave, Edgelord 3 returns. Oh, no. Ladhart, the guy Hunkel fought and claimed the spear, 
when they fought Barum's three dragon commanders, has returned from the fucking grave to save the day. And I just went, fuck you, series. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. Nobody's dead. Fuck it. Bring Barum back. He, I saw his goddamn soul get taken by a dragon, but fuck it. He'll show up. Somewhere. Yeah, he'll be back. <laughs> So Edgelord 3 shows up. Just like up. Dragon Ball, no one dies. Yes. Well, I technically technically Edgelord 2, because him is Edgelord 3. Okay. Um, well, actually, technically him's Edgelord 4. Because what's his face? The fake hero dude, he was Edgelord 3. But whatever. He shows up and he saves the day. He offs the king guy. Now we get to the actual episode, where we have the meeting of the three Edgelords. Tunkel and Lightheart have a whole moment where uh, Lightheart more or less is just taking the torch from Hunkel. He's just like, you've gotten soft, Hunkel. Is this the person who I left Barum and young Master Dio to? Because for anyone's forgotten, Dai's real name is Dio. Go I definitely forgot. Yeah. And all that. And he had this whole moment, and he stabs a spear, which looks like he's going to kill Hunkel, but it's actually right next to him. It's just like, the warrior Hunkel is dead. I'm going to take my spear. And he runs off. He does a whole transformation scene. He runs off to the castle. Him's being all sort of moody. She's like, why do I feel left out? Like, you guys have a, have a thing. Why don't we have a thing? <laughs> and as he watch, watches Ladheart run away, she's like, yeah, we got business to finish once I heal up. Then I'm going to fight his ass. Why are you ignoring me, Hunkel? Hunkel? And he's just laying up against the ridge like he's dead and everything. I was like, Bullshit. <laughs> if he's actually dead I'd be very surprised the rest crocodile Chew show up she's like what's happened here and Tim's just like he's finally resting he can finally rest and they have a sad moment I was like fuck off <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you then we go back inside Die and the crew are facing Mr. Vern and Mr. Vern just being like no it's over that idiot king was just really dumb he's probably dead now but oh well I'm going to kill you all. Avon shows up and just like, they're all like, Avon! He's, Mr. Vern's like, all right, you're here. Let's fight. And I was just like, yeah, we'll fight. And from nowhere, Kilvern shows up with a scythe, grabs him. And they're all like, oh, no, master. And he's just like, no, fight Mr. Vern. I will deal with this. Mr. Vern going, just like, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Avon gets taken away to a special place where it's a duel zone. Him and Kilvern are going to duel. One can only leave once the other one's dead. Kilvern goes on a whole thing. It was like, it was a hard time finding which mask. I really like that mask. But it took a long time finding a mask which was the same. And slowly just the same mask with just a frown. <laughs> like the old drama sign, he had the yeah, happy yeah. one. Now he's got the angry one. And Avon just being, that's fitting. Let's fight. <laughs> they have a whole talking moment. I honestly don't remember what they talked about, but they eventually decided they're going to fight. They didn't start fighting, but they're going to fight. And that was it. The biggest thing was just the meeting of the three edgelords. <laughs> All coming back. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck you, series. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, whenever they brought Ladhart back, I was just like, why do I even care? <laughs> <laughs> it's like why what why does it even matter? Oh man. Alright. Finishing up with summertime rendering. I got a lot to chat about here. 
Let me tell you. Episode eight and nine were phenomenal in multiple ways. I really enjoy these episodes quite a bit. I also want to give a special shout out. Didn't I thought this was pretty neat. Neat little fun fact. Uh, the website that I'm watching it from apparently supports many players. Oh. I didn't know that. The episode ep- episode eight was ending, and I was going to just close out whatever, and I just kind of, you know, bring it back full screen. I'll just go hit the uh, the home button, and all of a sudden it pops out in mini player. I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, so shout out to that website. Uh, but no, okay, so episode eight, where we left off, just to refresh, we did take a break last week, is, you know, um, Shinpei is trying to repeat every actions of the original loop, so he is currently cooking the curry. This is still like the second night that he's there. So he's at home cooking curry, trying oh, yeah, and trying to re- in this and she just she's there. Ursharo's there. Dead girl just shows up and is like, Hey, that smells good. Yeah. Yes, yes. So we are there at that point. So as like the others, Alan, you know, it's like the father figure and Mio, whatever, as they're coming home, Ursharo's like hiding behind the counter. Okay. Yeah. So the re- first off, the reason I love this episode is two reasons. Number one, we did get some pretty dope action in the episode. That was cool. Number two beginning to end was just pure comedy. Like this was the comedy was there, man. So like the one thing this episode did really well is, and I'm, I'm immediately going to highlight this series for doing it, but so many series do this. Let me stress this. It's just the first one that comes to mind. So, you know how like with Dr. Stone, I know you've only really read the manga, but you know how like Dr. Stone and like really dumb, silly moments really go over the top with the facial expressions. That was this whole episode with Shinpei, nonstop. Every, like, just multiple moments of Urshiro doing some dumb shit was multiple moments of him just having a freak-out face, and they were just hilarious. Gave me some big Dr. Stone vibes with it. And I, again, I know other series do it, too. So, like, you know, he's sitting there trying to cook the curry. You know, Mio and Alan are there in, in, in the room, whatever, and Urshiro's hiding right here, you know, right here behind the counter, and he's sitting there talking to him, whatever, and he kind of shows a note to Urshiro. It's just like, hey... You know, Alan's about to go to his room in five minutes. Mio's about to go to the bathroom in this many minutes. You know, because, again, he's been through these loops, whatever. He's like, at that moment, go to my room. And she's like, got it. You know, sticks her tongue out and, like, winks. And, stuff. and he's just like, and he thinks to himself, is she even taking this seriously? So, you know, fast forward. She gets in the room. You know, you see, um, you know, Shinpei, like, going in there with two plates, you know, to go eat. And Was she laying on the bed all sexy like No, 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 no. Okay. No. <laughs> no, she is still in her swimsuit, by the way. You know, she's still in the swimsuit that she died in, whatever. Uh, you know, so he's sitting there going to his room with, you know, two plates of uh, curry. And Mio's just like, why do you have two plates? Like, oh, I'm, I'm just really hungry. <laughs> Don't mind me. Has that ever worked in the series? It worked here. Okay. <laughs> you know, goes in there, you know. And uh, in this moment, like, uh, you know, Urshiro is like, when he walks in, Urshiro's doing like a little happy dance for curry. Just like, Shimpei's curry. Yeah, yeah. And he's sitting there, he's like, this is so weird. She's a shadow, but everything about her screams Urshiro. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's Urshiro's happy dance that she used to make years ago. It's like, ah, oh, this is weird. So she's sitting there, and they're they're eating the curry and kind of talking, and you see that in his uh, shorts he has a knife, and he's slowly kind of pulling it out because his mindset is like, shadow is like, guard is down. I could easily just stab the shadow and kill her because he even kind of tests it where he pokes the shadow. She's like, oh, that tickled. What What are you doing? So he's like, okay, yeah, uh, I can do it. I can kill her. I can kill her right now. I can fucking do it. He doesn't do it, naturally, you know, because it just it seems like it's her. So much hardcore, right? Um, and then, you know, they finish kind of eating whatever. Mio comes to check on him. She goes and jumps in the beds and hide, and Mio kind of comes in. It's like, oh, I'm doing dishes. I'm just coming to get your stuff. And she's like, why did you have two spoons as well? And two cups. He's like, oh, and she says, oh, I mean, doesn't everyone do that? That's totally normal, right? She's like, 
I guess. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> just, just let's go. <laughs> You're a city boy now. I guess that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's like, whatever. He's like, oh, I'll take care of it. No big deal. You know, so she, you know, Mio leaves, whatever. You know, he's sitting there, you know, Urshow kind of popping out of the covers again. They're kind of chatting. And another just hilarious moment right before we get to the good shit, right? Right before we get to the action. But it was a hilarious moment where without knocking, Mio just walks back in. And you see Shinpei, like, trying to cover Urshow's face and just has, like, that shocked animation face. And he, and he just yells out, Fat Choi! Like, just freaking out. And he's like, oh, Mio, just come in and knock next time, please. You know, Urshow's back to being hidden. And that's when he noticed that Mio is wearing, like, her her school outfit, not what she was just wearing. He's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is the shadow. <laughs> and the shadow immediately tries to go stab him. Urshow jumps in the way. We start getting a fight between them. Um... You know, me, uh, the shadow, uh, Mio kind of just like, you know, starts talking to her. She's like, why are you a traitor? Why are you doing this? Kind of stabs her shadow. You see her arm just like gets like split, like almost like just cut in half, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah, it really, like, just like, it's kind of splits off. You see, you know, the shadow get kind of fucked up. You know, Shinpei kind of is backed up against the window. He, he just pulls the blinds back because while all this is happening, you know, um, Hizuru, that was her name. Hizuru is nearby. Same thing with the old man with a sniper rifle. They're watching because they were expecting Mio to be standing up out in front of the house, right? Because that's what happened in two previous loops. Yeah. But since in this loop, they already killed the little girl before the shadows are like communicating essentially. Okay. So th- this loop's already lo- going to be different because she's not standing in front. She comes in the house. So he pulls the blinds back to kind of open up like, hey, look what's happening, guys. And then he pulls out his knife. He's like, I'll take you on. It's fucked up. But then, uh, you know, boom, sniper shot into the room, you know, just completely blasts the shadow's head. And then Shinpei takes that moment to stab the shadow, kills Shadow Mio. So Shadow Mio is dead at this point. Is everyone else in the house dead? Nope. Everyone else in the house is good. You see Hizuru comes in. I think it's the brother that's currently, like, in possession because if fault mess up from a couple weeks ago, Hizuru and her brother who died to a shadow years ago, they both share the same body. It's Hizuru's body, but the brother can take over her personality and is... Like, think of it like a Yami Yugi thing, like a Adam and Yugi thing. Think of it like that in a way. Okay. That's essentially how I view it at least. You know, so I think this is the brother at this point. I could be wrong, but she comes in about to fucking kill Urshiro and Shinpei kind of jumps in the way. It's like, please don't. She's, this one's different for, for some reason, whatever. Please don't leave it alone. You know, and then that's when, you know, Hizuru lets it go because Hizuru's just like, okay, yeah, you are different. She kind of like, you know, she's still like, hey, I'm about to fuck this shadow up. You need to move. Or I'm going to fucking fuck you up too. But then there was kind of a moment where I think she asked the shadow a question or something like that, you know, because uh, we already had a little bit of backstory when Hizuru lived on the island mm-hmm. and she even met Ursula when she was a little girl. So there was like a, you know, little moment kind of between them just to kind of, I guess, kind of confirm, okay, this shadow is not actually really bad, but you are clearly a shadow kind of thing. So lets it go, lets her live. But then Hizuru is just like, well, if you're going to work with a shadow, we can't work with you. You know, just understand that it's just out of safety, you know, precautions, whatever kind of go their separate ways from there but they're still going to kind of communicate a little bit but it's kind of going their separate ways that's when um shinpei wants to bring um the 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 male friend his name is sal wants to bring him into the situation give him the whole lay down this was another kind of this really just comedic moment for me in this episode where they go you know because this is the the port part where the original loop he they go to the beach where urshiro died and he's and he tells shinpei the truth that hey you know well, yes, it's passed off that she drowned. She actually had strangle marks around her neck. You know, I thought, you know, we think that she was murdered. We're back at that point now. So he's telling Shinpei this. You know, obviously he doesn't know that Shinpei is a time traveler and all that bullshit, whatever. And he sets down. He's just like, so Shinpei, 
the truth about Ursho is, and then you see Ursho pop up from behind the shadow from a rock, and Ursho's just like, so basically we think that I was murdered. <laughs> and Shadow's just like, yeah, actually we just think, what the fuck? <laughs> and he starts freaking out, and uh, you know, Ursho just kind of stands up. She's like, yo! And he just like completely freezes. It's like, oh fuck, I think. All right, he's frozen. They kind of like kick him. In, they kick him in the nuts or something to kind of wake him up. And then you know, just kind of bring it. It's like, oh, this is a shadow. She was murdered. Whatever, you know. And then I think this was the. Mo- I think it was Shimpei gave the shadow, or it was uh, Sal. It was, yeah, it was Sal because Sal had it. Sal had Ursho's cell phone, and you know, you know, Shimpei had already kind of messed with it before. Couldn't do anything with it. Obviously, password protected. Whatever. Blah blah. Didn't know the password. Um, you know, so Ursho shadow Ursho just unlocks it because of. Thumb ID and cool. just kind of going through it and find the video. Episode ends there. Fast forward to nine. Nine was a, an interesting episode because this episode really focused on how this episode focused on how Ursho's shadow came to be. But there's still some more questions that I'm assuming, as the show has done well so far, has continued to answer questions yes. as we get further. So the big question out of this episode is how Ursho's shadow still became totally normal. You know what I mean? Where it's not a possessed fucking shadow and it's corrupted as the other shadow says, like, oh, you're a corrupted shadow. You're messed up. You know, you're malfunctioning, whatever. Because, like, you know, it starts off with them playing the video, which is the video was dated the day Ursho died. And in the video, you got both of them. You have the original Ursho and the shadow Ursho. And the shadow Ursho is still completely normal. Like they're buddy, buddy, best friends. All right. Yeah. Kind of going back and forth, having like a nice little moment. You know, the, you know, the IRL Ursho is telling Shinpei that, Hey, if you're watching this, I'm probably dead. And I'm assuming my shadow is standing right beside you because only me and her can unlock this phone. Here's kind of what's happening. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just like, you can totally trust her though, because she is me. You know, like you can, you know, and, and then you kind of get the backstory. You see the day that, she, you know, like leading up to when she died, when they're at the beach. And, you know, you see the, the shadow created, which, you know, we kind of got a glimpse of that earlier on. It's that brief little moment that scene already happened. We got to see where, you know, Mio and Ursho turn. And you see another Ursho standing on a rock. And, you know, we've already seen that. But now it's the follow up for it where Ursho tried to follow it, couldn't follow it, you know, got away, whatever. You know, they go home after cleaning the beach. Good, successful day, everyone. Great job. You know, they're going to go take a shower. Mio goes to take a shower first. And when Ursha went to go take a shower, she opens the shadow. Shadow's just sitting there. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? They start fighting a little bit, whatever, because, uh, you know, the real Ursha is trying to scream for help. Steps on the shadow, finds out the weakness there. You know, and literally from the get-go, this Ursho shadow is is normal and is just like Ursho. Now, that granted, now this episode does not explain how that happened other than, oh, you're corrupted. But I'm assuming... Later on, it'll get explained because this show has done a pretty good job explaining everything as we're going and breaking it down at some point. So for the rest of this episode, you basically get to see the the collab between the two of them where at first they're like, you know, the real Ursha is just like, hey, you know, we're going to work together, but hey, fuck off. Because in this episode, you you see that little girl, she, uh, Shiori, or whatever her name is, uh, she's still alive at this point. And mm-hmm. she actually already mentioned to someone else about shadows. She thought she saw her shadow, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Because yeah, this is an urban legend on the island. And, you know, Ursha didn't really think anything of it until, hey, now I have a shadow. Oh, fuck, you're telling the truth. Okay, I'm going to protect you. So that's when they start trying to go on some, you know, get some information, basically. Try to go around, go up like that temple and stuff. They end up battling another shadow. You know, uh, in this moment, you see the shadow, Ursha really start to utilize her actual, 
you know, abilities. Because at this moment, the Shadow Urshiro believes that she's actually Urshiro. Like, she believes that she's real. She doesn't realize she's a shadow. Yeah. Until she's in this fight, and, like, her shadow gets, like, cut or something, and her arm gets, like, cut the fuck off. It was her leg. Her leg got, like, cut off in this fight. And that's when she starts to realize, oh, in this moment, I'm now realizing that I am not, I'm not alive. I'm not truly alive. I am a shadow. And she's like, this body that's in the real world, this is not my real body. This body is only here to protect my main body, being the shadow. And she actually starts utilizing her powers as a shadow, doing you know, doing some kick-ass things and end up killing that shadow. And at that, that moment, the other Urshiro, the real one's just like, it was a moment where she's like, you. That was so cool! And then, and then became friends after that. And then, you know, the, then, then it brings you to the day of her death. So you actually got to see how Urshiro actually died. So it was in this moment where it's like they knew that little girl was being hunted by her shadow and they're trying to watch out for, trying to be there for whatever. So like, you know, the, you know, Urshiro has like this necklace and the necklace has already been like handed off to Shinpei at one point in the original loop. Like, oh, here's Urshiro's necklace. You know, she had it when she died, whatever, blah, blah. The shadow turned into the necklace. So, the, you know, it's real Urshiro with the shadow Urshiro as a necklace as okay. they're as they're on the beach because the shadows just they have multiple shape-shifting abilities. So they're waiting for the shadows to kind of attack, right? They're kind of doing their thing. You know, they, you know, a couple people need to go leave because another little girl's got to poop. So got to go poop. And then, you know, you, you know, when she turns back around, the other little girl in question, Shiro or whatever, is, is gone. It's like, where the fuck she go? And they see out in the water, you see splashing, whatever. It's like, oh, I got this. Don't worry, guys. Everyone's trying to run out there. And Urshiro's like, everyone stay here. I've got this. And then when they go jump into the water, you see the shadow version of the little girl pulling the little other little girl down into the depths of the water. You see uh, the shadow Urshiro pop out, start a little f- nice little fight underwater and stuff. And and you do get to actually see how Urshiro does die, where it's just like, you know, trying to save the, the original little girl. You know, the the, sh- the the real Urshiro tries to pull the other shadow down, like, here, take her to safety. Take her, like, willing to just, like, sacrifice herself, essentially. And you see her getting strangled down into the water. Slowly but surely, while the shadow is getting away with the the shadow or is getting away with the actual girl, but wasn't fast enough. Wasn't fast enough. Shadow little girl kills real Urshiro. Shadow little girl comes up to the other shadow. It's just like, why are you corrupted? Why are you fucked up? And starts like doing some weird shadow things, fucking with her memories. Because at this point, every interaction with the shadow Urshiro, she doesn't remember what happened on that original day at all. Um. So, you know, whenever the shadow little girl started fucking with the other shadow, it kind of just, like, fucked with the memories of it. It's just like, I can't kill you. You're kind of too strong for me. But I'm going to at least do this so you don't remember any of this shit. So, like, she loses her original form. She's back into a complete shadow form, like the black gooey form, whatever it looks like, whatever. Okay. Just kind of falling to the, the bottom of the lake as well while the shadow little girl kills the original little girl. So all for naught, everyone fails. Shadow, the Shadow Urshiro is like devastated because the original Urshiro died. Little girl died too. Complete flop of a mission, right? Because like I should also add, because I'm so amazing at explaining everything, I'm so incredible at it because I missed one very key detail. So I got to back up just a little bit. I apologize. How we're even seeing all this, this is not just like general anime flashback, you know? Like we're actually viewing this almost like a movie, essentially. Because... Once Urshiro watched that video, the shadow, right? And she's like starting to get some memories back. She's like, okay, I remember this. Like, like this is coming back to me. She can basically get, you know, Sal and Shinpei both. They all kind of do like a nice little like, oh, we're all friends. 
you know, like, oh, friendship is magic thing. And basically is able to project her memories for them. So they're viewing it like a movie. I, sh- I meant to include that earlier. I'm great at explaining things. Gotcha. I'm so incredible at it. I'm 10 out of 10. So they're all getting to view this in, in real time, essentially. The Shadow Ursho is reviewing it. You know, the Shadow Ursho even makes a, a comment where it's just like, you know, when, like, look, for example, when the little girl was taken, you know, Shadow, you know, they're just like, whoa, we, we didn't even see the Shadow. It's like, what the hell? And even Shadow Ursho, the one viewing it, it's just like, yeah, because I didn't see it. You know, I, you know, these memories, I can't, I can't see what no one saw. You know what I mean? So like when they're you being able to use this ability to see the memories of shadows and stuff, it's literally only what they were able to see. They can't just magically survey an area, you know, or something. Um, how this ends is like when they're coming out of, um, you know, they're back up on the, on the beach, whatever, whenever Urshro's body was rescued, because, you know, that ver you know, that sow in the memory went and to pull her body out of the, you know, the ocean, whatever, you know, the little girls back up on the beach as well. They're trying to, you know, res- res- resuscitate them. There we go. Uh, was trying to kind of bring them back, whatever. And you, they're watching this and the memory is about to end. And then the, do you remember when, I talked. Nope. I talked about the episode where all the shit went down, like up on the mountain, everyone died. Vaguely. Okay, so for that, there was that strange, like little girl spirit that was up in the sky. She makes her reappearance here because whenever all that happened, like when that character was introduced, where it's like she's like I guess like the creator of the shadows and the actual antagonist, and like Shimpei's blue eye that can time travel is actually her eye. She makes a reappearance in a very interesting way. Where it's like, keep in mind, we're viewing this memory, okay? We are viewing a memory of what happened, and then it's like the little girl, you, the little girl they rescued is the shadow, right? It's like that shadow became that spirit girl, but in real time. Where like she reached out and grabbed Shimpei, who's like supposed to be viewing this, and Shimpei's like, hey, Urshro, this is supposed to be a memory, right? Like, they shouldn't be able to grab me, right? And the girl's like, ah, oh, I've been looking for you. I found you now, bitch. She, you know, memory comes to a close, and he's got like this vicious black mark on his arm. So somehow, this leader of the shadows, the creator of the, the head honcho shadow, whatever, is apparently able to kind of dig into that memory somehow. I don't know. Get to explain that more later. I assume a hive mind setup. Yeah, some sort of hive mind setup or something along the lines. Now, once again, I'm terrible at explaining things. It's all just a jumbled mess, but I got to stress this anime is so good and I recommend everyone to watch it. It is it, I I genuinely really am enjoying this show so much. I to the point I want to go read the manga now. Like pretty hardcore. I want to go read the manga cuz dude, I'm having a great time watching. Again, I know I'm bad at explaining things and I apologize. It's just how I am as a person. I need to start taking notes again. We need to get back to notes. I need to get back to notes. But, no, I mean, it is really good. I do think that you would genuinely enjoy this series. Maybe one day. Probably not. Probably not. I do think you would enjoy it, though. I feel like this series is one that you would greatly enjoy. I mean, I probably would. But you won't watch it. Not at this time, no. I fucking hate this guy. You left me with Dragon Quest. I mean, that's fair. I did. (laughs) I did, yeah. Favorite episode of the week? Um... I actually don't know. Summertime episode eight for me. Since I did watch it this week. I know it was last week's episode, but I guess I'd have to go with Tomodachi. That was that was a close second for me. Alright, let's get into manga ratings. Uh One Piece one thousand fifty two. I'd give it an eight, but I feel like the next chapter is gonna be a solid nine. When's it actually going on in hiatus? 
Oh, yeah, it is going on a one-month hiatus, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Do we know yet? Yeah, we, there was a date, but I forgot when it was. Okay. It's coming up, though. Yeah, it is going on a one-month hiatus to prepare for the final arc. Uh, but, yeah, I'd give this one an eight. Next chapter, I feel like it's going to probably be a nine. Next chapter's going to have some funny shit. My hero was on a break this week. Uh, JJK 187. I still have not caught up. I, I just don't care. I still don't know what the fuck's going on. That makes sense. Um, I think a six. Think a six? Okay. Okay. Uh, Miss Joe's Gore Family, 133. Uh, I'd give this one an eight. Uh, Undead Luck, 114. <sighs> Probably an eight as well. This is a good, I, I enjoy some good backstories. Uh, Mashal, 111. I didn't read this one. I'll get a seven. Did you read last week's episode? Nope. I think I'm about like three chapters behind. More or less, the visionaries are starting to go toe to toe with the different siblings. Oh, okay. Okay. Suck my day is 74. I'll give it a nine. I love that ending so much. Fucking gender bender Sakamoto. Yep. I give it a nine as well. Elu Samurai 66. Did not read it for me. I'll give it an eight. Blue Box 56. Seven. Yeah, I give it a seven as well. Uh, P6, 36. A lot of sixes. Seven. Uh, Akane Banashi, 17. Banashi. I'll give it an eight. Uh, let's see. Spy Family, 63. Seven. Seven as well. Kaiju 64. I didn't come out this week. Is that last week's episode? I think might, it's last week's chapter. It might have been last week's, yeah. I mean, I'd still give it an eight. Eight as well. Dan and Dan still had to catch up on. Uh, Tokyo, Edens, and Seven Deadly. I didn't read any of them. My bad. So, Tokyo, I'll give a seven. Edens, I did not read, so. Okay. Uh, neither of us still caught up and got a high school. Unordinary 263. Eight. I'll give this one a nine. Uh, True Beauty, 210. Um, I'd give this one an 7. Uh, Weak Hero, 194. 9. 9 as well. L Seed, 173. 9. Let's Play, 168. Um, I would give this one probably... Actually, no, I'm giving this one probably a 9 easily because I, sh- I have to share, I have to share this. This is, this is funny. Okay, so reading this chapter... I was getting hard flashbacks of this amazing story. Okay. This amazing story with one of our friends. And you know the story. And out of respect for said friend, I will not say said friend's name. But an amazing story that we used and still use to this day to meme on said friend. This was when said friend. Is it the potato? It is not the potato. Is it the $5? It's not the $5. Okay. Both good guesses, though. Uh, So this is when said friend was getting sexually active for the first time. And <laughs> okay, and, <laughs> and said friend went to go buy condoms for the first time, and going to buy condoms for the first time, said friend panicked and went and bought Legos instead, and walked out with no condoms. So from that point forward, we referred to condoms as Legos because of this story. And this chapter gave me such hardcore vibes of that because, like. Uh, I can't remember her name, but Marshall's uh, ex-girlfriend is like kind of taking Sam under her wing. Like, I'm going to teach you how to how to really woo your man. You know okay. what I mean? So, you know, and so she's like, keep condoms on you at all times. At your house, in your purse. You never know when you're going to need them. So Sam, who's horribly socially awkward, mind you, and just getting into the sex game. She's only had sex like, I think, once or twice at this point. Okay. And she's like, 
probably like our age, like 27, 28, whatever. So she's going to buy condoms, just, you know, following, you know, Marshall's ex-girlfriend's advice. So she's in the store. She walks to the condom area. She's like, gosh, there's so many. I don't know what to get. And she's like, there's flavors? Why are there flavors? Why would there be flavors? And she's like trying to, she's like thinking about Charles's dick where she's like, ah, I don't know what to get. And she's kind of looking at it. And then she starts like, I feel like everyone's watching me. And there's like a shot of everyone like, oh, what is she doing? There's a guy that walks in and was like, hey, could you use some help? You know, picking something out. And just this whole sequence, I just thought of this said friend trying to go buy condoms for the first time. You know, Panicking though, and buying Legos. You know, for that chapter though, I mean, I don't know. I Just in real world experience, I don't think anyone's ever cared any time I've gone and grabbed those. So, I mean, I feel like it's dramatized for the chapter, but I feel like there are real moments like that in life. There, I do. I guarantee you. I bet there is. Because said friend is an example. Because <laughs> it just, it's just one of those things that blows my mind. It's just like, why is this a thing? But I guess anxiety and stuff. I yeah. Guess, so. Just hilarious. So I'm giving this chapter an easy nine because of that. Um, Sub-Zero, 141. I'd give this one an eight. Pretty solid chapter. Down to Earth 101, I'd give this one a 7. Suit of Armor still on its break. Uh, Reunion, Chapter 18, uh, I'd give this one an 8 as well. Uh, favorite chapter of the Sakamoto. week? Sakamoto. That's fair. Sakamoto was solid. Uh, I would say probably an ordinary man. This shit is popping off. I'm really enjoying this right now. I think that's like two, three weeks in a row for me for an ordinary. Yeah. I've been, I've been really digging what's going on right now. I mean, it's been going strong. All right, well, that is the episode. Um, we originally were going to take a break next week, but we're not going to. We're going to come back because uh, a lot of the shows are ending. So we're going to kind of wrap up these shows beautifully and heading into a fuck, summer season. Fuck me summer, basically. I'll, I'll have to figure something out. My The sad part is my default, I was going to fall back on One Piece because all the hype shit's happening. So I was like, yeah, I'll watch One Piece. You know, that'll carry me for a little while. And I told Josh that. Josh was like, oh, heads up, bud. It's about to go into filler for the movie. I'm like, damn it. It's like, I can't win. No Fuck. win for you. So I got to figure something out for this. I mean, hopefully, I, I, I'm going to watch at least the first episodes for multiple shows, but I just don't think anything's going to grab me. I really would say take a look at uh, Classroom of the Elite, yeah. the first season. Yeah. What is it on Crunchyroll? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I may, I, may, I may check it out. We'll see. We'll see if it grabs me. All right. Well, I think that'll do it. Uh, hit the music. We'll get out of here. Zach, last thoughts. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can hit the subscribe button. Help us build that community. It definitely helps us out. And if you want to know anytime we upload anything, you can hit that bell. And your YouTube will let you know. Thank you. Bye. Do everything that he said and more. Go check us out at our website, sparky3.com. You can sign up for free or five bucks a month. Your choice. Definitely appreciate that support there. As well, go check out the merch store, sparky3shop.com. Uh, join the Discord. Link down in the description below. Contact with us. Have a great time there. And check out the other shows like Game Static, a terrible football show, talk about movie stuff, and Spark Bart. That said, until next time, guys, have a good one. See ya.